Welcome to the Drug History Podcast, Series 1. We're now on episode 12. In our last episode, we looked at traditional Australian drug therapy. In this episode, we'll move on to Polynesia and look at drug therapy in traditional Western Samoan and Polynesian medicine. We start off with an article by CC and others, published on the 9th of November 2021, in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences of the United States of America, in which they discuss a study that has shown that the leaves of the Samoan tree, Matalafi, are as good at relieving inflammation as ibuprofen. As discussed by Bob Yerker of the Medical Express, for hundreds of years, natives of Samoa have been using the leaves of the matalafi tree to treat a wide variety of inflammation-related ailments, including injuries, wounds, and elephantiasis. It was not until recently that modern science took notice and began to look at leaves as well. After discovering that material in the plant leaves reduced infl- inflammation, they compared its efficacy against one of the most popular drugs used to treat inflammation, ibuprofen. They found that the leaves were equally effective in treating inflammation. The re- researchers suggest more work is required to further isolate the chemicals in the leaves that reduce inflammation and to make sure that their use does not result in an intended negative side effects. Of particular interest in determining whether the chemicals in the leaves can be mass-produced in a factory, and if so, whether the resulting therapeutic has fewer side effects than ibuprofen. In 1974, American Samoa benefited from a comprehensive study of indigenous medicine carried out by the Office of Comprehensive Health Planning, Department of Medical Sciences, American Samoa Government. The study resulted in a publication by Charles R. McCurdin, the director of the Office of Comprehensive Planning, and is entitled Samoan Medical Plans and Their Usage. A second edition, revised and updated in 2001, is available from the University of Hawaii as a PDF download. The publication gives some useful insights on medicine and drug therapy among the Samoan Polynesian communities. It gives useful background information on Samoan medicine. We find out that little is known about indigenous Samoan medicine before contact with Europeans. We therefore make references about long-lasting practices among Samoans based on observations at first contact and ongoing practices to this day. At the time of first contact, the art of healing was practiced by the Samoan priests who attributed the symptoms of illness to possession by an Aitu, which is a spirit of a departed person, or its influence, and treatment was directed towards driving out the Aitu or counteracting its effect. This concept of illness was common throughout Polynesia and is still widely adhered to in Samoa today. The parts of various indigenous plants played an essential role in the treatment process as deed massage, and the recipes were closely guarded. Even to this day, 
It is often difficult to learn the true nature of the mixtures being used and the entire process accompanying their administration. It is believed that many of the medicinal preparations were learned originally from the Tongans, who in turn learned them from the Fijians, who were thought to be the most advanced in this art. Kramer, the eminent German author who visited Samoa in 1893, recorded some of the plants used for medicinal purposes at that time. Many of these are still being used today. The Samoan people have persevered in their desire to retain traditional values and norms. This is strikingly apparent in Samoa today in terms of reaction to illness and its treatment. It is not surprising since folk remedies and superstitions still persist in the highly developed nations in the face of dramatic scientific technological advances. Traditional patterns are succumbing to the relentless pressures of progress, but when illness threatens, village healers are often sought out for their local remedies. This is especially so when earlier contact with scientific medicine has not produced the expected degree of success. A similar phenomenon is seen in the United States as well as other developed countries where persons with incurable disease turn to faith healers or other forms of non-scientific treatment as a last resort. In Samoa, where there is not yet a strong universal confidence in scientific medicine, the threshold for turning to alternative methods is much lower. For example, a patient may receive a prescribed medicine at the government hospital and take it home to try for one day, and if dramatic early results are not experienced, discard the medicine and seek treatment from one of the local Tulasia or Fofo, who are the traditional healers. People who have become dissatisfied with the government medicine for one reason or another are often prompted to seek help from these bush doctors by another member of the family, usually an older person, possibly an aunt or grandmother, who knows someone who specializes in that particular condition. When ill, many people also seek help from these bush doctors for themselves or their children as their first source of help. Many feel that there are certain diseases that are unique to the Samoan people and that these cannot be treated by Pelagi medicine or Western medicine. Such illnesses often involve the influence of I2. Individuals with these illnesses frequently go to the bush doctors for treatment. The causes of illnesses within the realm of present-day bush medicine fall roughly into three classes. The first one are those caused by I2. Second class are those resulting from the adverse effects of the internal or external environment, such as parasites, diabetes, toala, effects of heat, and so forth and lastly, those that are caused by trauma. In addition, many tolers here in Samoa today recognize to some degree the germ causation of illnesses. Trauma-induced medicines are the most straightforward of the three and are in most cases clearly identifiable with the causative injury. The second major insight that we get from the Samoan medicinal plants and their usage publication is the central role that drugs derived from plants have historically played 
in these Polynesian communities. The practice of indigenous medicine in Samoa, like its counterpart scientific discipline, has changed considerably over the years. Many of the treatments used today are different from those used in the 1800s. Some treatments, however, have changed very little from the ones used in olden times. In addition to this historical difference, there is often great variety between individual telesia and the treatments used for the same illnesses. It appears as though some telesia add their own favorite plant ingredients to the remedy, hoping to augment the effectiveness of the mixture. Almost all parts of the plant are used for medicine. Some remedies call for the use of leaves, others the roots, others the bark, and so forth. Often, plants are used in combination to prepare a compound medicine. Sometimes, special care is taken in the selection of the plant parts, that is, only the young leaves or only those leaves facing the sun. When the bark of a tree is used, it is almost invariably the live inner bark. The dead outer bark is scraped off, the inner bark is scraped, and the shavings are used to prepare a brew. When an internal medicine is to be made for drinking, it is usually prepared in the following manner. Leaves are compounded or finely chopped, placed in a cloth, and wrung or steeped in water, which may be cold, warm, or boiling. The shavings of the inner bark of trunks, branches, stems, or roots are prepared in a like manner. When medicines are applied externally, the crushed leaves or the expressed juice is usually applied directly. In the past, many of these medicines were applied by chewing the plant part and allowing the juice to drip from the mouth or by spitting the pulp onto the affected area. These methods are still used to a limited extent today. The dosage is usually determined by the age of the patient and the medicine is diluted to the satisfaction of the tolesia. The publication then goes on to give detailed examples of 74 medicinal plants and their indications within American Samoan communities. Some of these will be familiar to readers and listeners. Extracts from the papaya plant, the fruit of which is found in many supermarkets in the Western world, are used for diarrhea. Extracts from the guava tree are used for certain types of intestinal infections, while extracts of trees from such well-known plants as almonds, figs, lemongrass, mulberry, oranges, mangoes, and cashews also have medicinal uses. The last section of the publication is a classification of nearly 70 Samoan illnesses and their treatment. These are fascinating and if you're interested in knowing more, I encourage you to visit the webpage for this episode from which you'll be able to get a download link to the full publication. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Drug History Podcast. Join us again next time when we look at medicines used by the indigenous peoples of North and South America.